Welcome to BCC in 3 Talk, your decentralized hub for all things Web3. From blockchains to cryptocurrencies to NFTs, we airdrop knowledge and analysis from industry insiders, journalists, and founders. I'm your host, Jason Rowlett, a writer and editor at BCCN3.com. Now, let's get on with today's show. Hey, Token fans, Jason Rowlett here, BCCN3 Talk. Here at South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, this year showcasing the best of Web3 and the metaverse. Many companies here representing the blockchain industry. With me here at the Polkadot booth is uh, one of the companies built on Polkadot, Kilt Protocol, and the founder here, Ingo Ruba. Thank you so much for being with us today, Ingo. Uh, you are, the, as I said, the founder of uh, Kilt Protocol, and uh, we've written uh, a, a number of articles on bccn3.com about your, your, uh, your project, and uh, would love to have your uh, kind of description, how it got started, and uh, tell us about Kilt in, in, the, in the broad strokes. Sure. So, um, as you already said, so, uh, Kilt is a parachain to the Polkadot system, and uh, Kilt focuses completely on digital identity. Um, to go a little bit more into depth what that is, uh, so uh, identity in the physical world, you all remember, uh, that was uh, identifiers, which is your face, your fingerprint, your signature, things which you control, which you own, which you even made yourself, right? They were not given to you by a company or a government or so. And then you had those um, credentials, like uh, driver's license, a passport, university degree, and stuff like that, which were given to you by uh, trusted entities and you had those things in your pocket and you controlled them 100% and that was actually nice and then came the internet and everything unfortunately went into a couple of small, uh, bigger bigger companies and uh, this is dangerous and this is not what we want and the, also the population doesn't like that and uh, so uh, what we do is we decentralize that so we basically take the processes from the physical world and adapt them to the digital world this is what killed us Excellent. Yeah, the digital identity uh, piece of, of Web3 is a huge, uh, you know, it's an issue and people need to have that. Um, tell us about kind of that need, you know, where that came from. Um, that, that's really something that, that was sort of lacking, I think, coming, coming into the blockchain. And people saw this need for security. They saw the need for protecting their own identity. Um, and you, you guys have really gone after that. And then your, uh, your partnership with Polkadot is... Uh, uh, really bringing that to the masses. Uh, tell us more about kind of the need and where that came from, the security side of it. Yeah, so the need actually comes from the adoption because uh, blockchain is nice when it's only blockchain, uh, but then it will never grow out of its own bubble. And when you look from the inside, then the bubble looks huge. And when you look from the outside, then the bubble is very, very small. And uh, so to really survive and really become an uh, impactful technology, uh, blockchain needs to look a little bit outside the bubble as well. And outside the bubble, there's the normal person and there's the business and all these things. And they have to, they, they have needs. They want to identify who they are talking with. They want to be able to sign a contract with a person where they know that this was the right person and not just someone who's hiding behind an address and stuff. And you also need uh, to, uh, to, uh, to, yeah, when, when you want to log in, in service, into services, sometimes you need to show certain abilities or other things, like KYC and whatever. All these things are coming, if we like them or not, right? And uh, so it needs a 
um, an infrastructure for that. And this infrastructure was lacking a long time. And the reason why it was lacking was missing standardization. Even if that sounds really, really boring, um, we had phenomenal projects like in 2014, 2015, already I think 15, 16, uh, we had Uport, which was great technology for identity. But unfortunately, it was not successful. The reason for that was if a small company comes and says, here's our identity concept, now rest of the world, please adopt that, this is not going to work. So what we had to wait for is that, inter that an international standardization actually describes how um, decentralized identifiers and verifiable credentials actually look like in the digital world. And now every business in the world can rely on that there's a standard and now we could implement the standard. Yeah, uh, yeah, you guys really one of the first to implement that standard. Um, this, this has such a, a, a broad application in the market, but do you have, you know, tell us about your community. Do you have like a target market? Is it just the general consumer? I mean, everybody needs identity protection, of course, but um, tell us about who you target and kind of your community and, and who they are and what kind of feedback are you getting? Yeah, when you do something so broad as digital identity, it is wrong that you, when, when you want to target something. So we could say, yeah, we're from Germany, let's take the car industry very German approach. Uh, not a good idea, actually, because uh, of course cars have an identity, there are machines, but uh, then there's also the drivers and uh, shall we forget about them? Probably not. Uh, and then there's accounting companies, then there's banks, then there's uh, lock-ins for open source projects and stuff like that. So it's, it's so broad that we are not able to focus. And that is actually good. Uh, it sounds from a business analyst perspective, one would say, okay, this is not so great. But uh, I always tell those people, if Tim Berners-Lee, who made something which was really important for everyone and for every business, if he would have focused on, say, organizing libraries with uh, HTML and HTTP, then it would have probably not grown. He's, uh, he, he was going there and saying, this can be used basically for everyone, so start using it, everyone, please. And this is why we have the Web2 now, right? And not just a very good organized library, even though his system, the system he wrote was actually in the beginning for organizing a library. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It's, it's interesting how that all evolved. Um, looking into the future, the next three to five years, uh, tell us about your roadmap. Do you have any uh, partnerships that, that you've linked other than obviously Polkadot? Uh, do you have anything else coming up as far as partnerships or uh, new projects, new aspects, new features? Uh, tell us about the, the next three to five years. So yeah, for, for, so let's first talk about the past. So, uh, so two years ago, that was the year where we actually wanted to set the stuff live, so that we really become a parachain, start um, producing blocks, uh, being ready in all thought, and then. The, la the year after that, which was last year, that was basically the year where we actually uh, mirrored what we had done with the community and then lots of new uh, great ideas came in which we had to implement them because uh, they are basically the customers, right? So you, you have to listen to what they want and if they say, yeah, looks nice but it's not really practical, then we have to change it. So this is what we did in the last year and this year, 2023, and probably probably the next two years are adoption for us. So uh, we are in talks with many, many people, even have contracts with many, many people, which we can talk 
about when the press release is out, unfortunately, but uh, I think it's al almost going day by day now with the, uh, uh, with the thing. So here on the South Bar, we uh, announced a partnership uh, with Public Pressure and with Moon Summer. Um, and they also have, uh, in this partnership, there's also a very big uh, uh, fashion brand inside there. You might have heard about that, <laughs> which, which is pretty cool. Uh, and that is uh, the, f the first use case for an implementation of a new feature called public credentials that we have on the Kill blockchain. So these things are fantastic that they happen and it looks a little bit like, I, I think the pipeline for announcements for things that are actually ready and just need to be announced is now seven or eight projects, which is uh, quite a lot. So it's uh, it's going quite good. So we, we are not only seeking the adoption, but we're getting the adoption and we get it. And this is the good news from inside and outside the blockchain ecosystem. And this is very good. Yeah, wunderbar. <laughs> Let me, to, um, anything else you want to lay on our listeners? Where can we find you online, uh, your socials, uh, anything else uh, where, where our, our listeners and our viewers can find Kilt and, and find out more about you? Yeah, so basically, so the go-to place is always kilt.io. There you find everything. There's the Telegram channels, there's the uh, uh, Twitter channels, there's uh, email addresses, so for even phone numbers, I think. So, so yeah, so you can, can find everything there. So I invite everyone to uh, listen in to a couple of the videos that we have out there because we really explain the stuff and you notice how important it becomes uh, when when you learn a little bit about it and please spread the word about it because we are we doing so we are currently um, to my knowledge the only functioning com uh, complete and correct implementation of decentralized identifiers on blockchain which is out in the world uh, so um, yeah, please look into it and uh, play around with it. There's tons of applications that you can find on our uh, on our website. Also, very much end consumer signing applications, all these, all that stuff. Uh, social KYC, uh, get your social um, credentials and all that stuff. So, so you can play around like hours with the thing, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Excellent, Ingo Ruba. Thank of uh, founder of Kilt Protocol. Thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate all that you've. Uh, informed us and our listeners about. Um, we will continue to cover uh, your project and your company here on BCC N3 Talk. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Alrighty. Take care, Token fans. This is Jason Rowlett. We will catch you here in the next time on BCC N3 Talk. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on Twitter at bccn3 underscore media and subscribe to our newsletter at bccn3.com. From our website, you can also join in the conversation in our Discord channel and Reddit page. And we will see you here next time on BCCN3 Talk. <laughs>